0: Hi there and welcome to Spectacular Slovakia, the show where I, Peter Lopováč and my guests uncover different subjects related to Slovakia. Well, in order to give you an insight into what the life in Slovakia is about, at least we try. Today we meet James Thompson, the man who may know Slovakia even better than I do.
1: There's another route to Banska Bystrica, and that middle route isn't electrified, but it goes through um, Slovenský Ráj, Dobšina, all these little towns in the Hron valley. It's extremely slow, you're going to need some time. I got on a train in Košice and arrived in Bratislava about three weeks later.
0: We'll discuss rail travel this week. I'm sure many of you have already used Slovak trains. I personally love getting on a train and observing Slovakia through the window of a train. But trains in Slovakia is a suffering to me for most of the time. No air cans, no plugs, trains overcrowded and delayed, sometimes even cancelled. But James' perspective as a foreigner may be different. So it's time to get on board and find out. Here's the show. Hello James, welcome back. Hello Peter. Today our topic is, uh, very interesting I would say, it's rail travel in Slovakia.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are now approaching Frenchy Station. If this is your final destination, we would like to thank you for travelling on this train operated by the national carrier, Jeliznichna Spolochnos Slovensko,
0: and we wish you a pleasant day. You've been here for 10 years. Uh, Do you see any change from your first experience using the train Slovakia Antonio?
1: Well, my first experiences of it were actually in the 90s, so um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it has changed quite a bit. Certainly, there are a lot more modern trains, even on provincial routes. Mm-hmm. So I went up to Prijevica, the pearl of the Upper Nitro region, <laughs> and uh, th- this was recently. And um, yeah, the train was very spiffy, very modern, air-conditioned, comfortable. Surprisingly, air-conditioned. Well, yeah, I'd sort of expected because normally on those sort of provincial lines, you used to get the old carriages yeah. with the mm-hmm. air conditioning is is just to open the a window. <laughs> Well, they're more, you know, they're more real. You're in touch with nature on those trains. But no, this was a pretty modern uh, unit. So, uh, and it was bang
0: on time. And yeah, yeah, pretty impressive. I'm really glad that you discovered all experience and change over the years. But probably the one thing that has not changed yet, that's the main station in Bratislava, right? No, okay. Well, if we, if we get, <laughs> let,
1: let's get that out of the way right now. Let's just discuss that and park it. <laughs> yeah, no, the, done it, so the main railway station in Bratislava is, well, it's a sort of ongoing kind of, national disgrace really i don't i, don't, mm. I mean, i'm probably putting that a bit strongly but it, it's been this kind of sort of weird place that has never really been properly modernized for yeah. as long as this promises yeah. made by
0: politicians yeah. never.
1: and um just some they, repairs they well they occasionally kind of repaint it and tart it up mm. a bit for like the hot ice hockey championships <laughs> But the, but the truth is that I think that there seems to be some very complicated ownership dispute, which I don't understand, mm-hmm. and you can know, you re, re, read more somewhere about that if you want. But it also seems to be that you know the kind of dignitaries who come to Bratislava when we had the presidency of the European Union or the ice hockey world championships or other major events, they all either fly in through Vienna and get a limousine, or they arrive by car, or they fly in through Bratislava Airport and get a motorcade, blah, blah, blah they very rarely arrive by train so there isn't a lot of kind of reputational damage to slovakia at the high level from no. having a, a kind of railway station which is which is a sort of dilapidated and doesn't work terribly well so just to explain what we're talking about the the railway station is is a sort of 19 originally built in the late 19th century and would have been quite a handsome building before they built this sort of Prefabricated 1970s 80s kind of carbuncle, as yeah. the Prince of Wales would call it. Um, uh, they're stuck on the front of it, which has, ne- has never kind of worked um, sort of architecturally or, or even particularly functionally, and just contains a whole bunch of little kiosks and cabins and a few of those um, desks where you buy or attempt to buy tickets. But uh, um, it's quite a confusing place for 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 visitors and new visitors, and it's not terribly kind of um, welcoming place even for locals who know it quite well. And there aren't any. I I hesitate to say there might be some better because I haven't spent a lot of time there but there aren't many kind of there are lots of little places serving sort of sandwiches and tea and coffee and things like that but Mm -hmm. there's a pizza joint I think in there somewhere but there's never anyone that's sort of reliably sort of reliable if you know what I mean and uh, where you'd want to spend very long at the railway station so um, yeah it's a place that people pass through and get out as (laughs) quickly as as they can
0: True Uh, and when you came for the first time to the main station in Bristol, did you really think that is what the main station should look like
1: I don't know I don't know whether there are any preconceptions about what a main station in Slovakia should look like but um, I mean it, I don't want to overstate it you can you, can, you find where to buy your ticket mm. soon enough and you can you can get a sandwich and a drink without too much hassle um, probably the toilets are fine but I don't know where they are or how you find them and and then there are sort of waiting rooms around, and there, there's even a help desk somewhere, I'm told, <laughs> but 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 I've never found it, um, and I'm not sure you get very much help if you weren't there. But it's um it, it's just sort of an, it's got a very tired feeling about it, the whole station, and the contrast is particularly strong if you go to Vienna, for instance, where. They've renovated the main station in mm. Vienna in the last uh, ten years, and oh, so that's, that's a big station. That's a bit, yeah. That is, I mean, they, and they've centralised all of the railway yeah. routes in Vienna in that station. So it is a huge place. But even if you go to the outer town stations, the one they built for the um, European Championships at Stadlau in Vienna, mm. it's just a small interchange station. But you can see the investment they made in that one station mm. to interchange between the the main line and the and the metro and all the other stuff they've got there <clears throat> is probably more than they've spent on the whole of Ladnar station in the last 20 years. So it's kind of it's in those sort of areas that that you you really notice the difference. But no once you once you get there and you'll spot the queues to buy the tickets, um you will work out how it works. You've just got to you've, you've got to watch out for there's a sneaky little trick where they, each counter has opening hours. It's own opening hours. It's like each person working at the railway station has their own counter and they work specific hours. So some of them will be like, you know, Four forty-five in the morning until one forty-five in the afternoon, and then there'll be a couple of breaks in there as yeah. well. So they're going to have their lunch or a cup of tea, and um, and it'll always be just as you're getting to the counter that mm. they're that the prestalka the, the break starts. So you've got to watch out for that. And if that happens, just choose another queue and then get stuck in because on a you know like
0: Friday afternoon it'll be building up now.
1: I We're think even on, no,
0: on other yeah. days, like the afternoons are pretty busy, but the counters are closed. The other day, I wanted to buy a ticket, and there were probably three counters open, but so many people, so... Wow, okay, that's pretty low. There's normally about, I normally get, there's normally about sort of eight
1: to ten open in various places. They're not all in the same place, you have to hunt around a bit.
0: And when you buy a ticket, do you struggle, or do people at the counters speak English? Mm.
1: I wouldn't say they speak English very often, but but they, they, I mean, you can normally, if you try and pronounce the name of the place you're going to a couple of times, they'll make a stab at it. But they have this other thing where, and this is not unique to Bratislava. this is common to all main railway stations in Slovakia, it's a sort of design flaw or maybe intentional, I don't know. You're speaking to the ticket person through a glass screen, but Mm -hmm. they can't hear you because there's like this thick glass screen in front of you, but there's a little gap at the bottom. So you end up kind of, crouching down <laughs> talking with your head sort of sideways to the thing and and then they turn on this there's like an intercom they have as yeah. well which never works so either they they can't hear you or everything they say comes out sounding like something out of you know a science fiction film and so you have this kind of little sort of comedy interaction but eventually they, they normally get the idea in that sense yeah you get a ticket i've never i've never had a real problem it's just the queuing time as, mm-hmm. as the time track ticks down to your to your train leaving and there's still someone trying to buy that sleeper ticket to Ukraine <laughs> in three three months' time in front of you.
0: And how does it work in the UK? Because that's where I come from. Do you have that long queue?
1: Well, I, I've got to say I don't have much recent experience of buying railway tickets in, in Britain, and that's partly because I've I've sort of given up trying. Um, I think that there is now a relatively streamlined system of online ticket mm-hmm. purchase, but but. Um, Because of the way that railways were privatised in Britain about 20 years ago, it became very difficult to buy a ticket. It sounds bizarre, but to buy a ticket at the station for a train that you wanted to catch from that station if, say, the company that you wanted to travel on, because there are often about two or three companies servicing each line, didn't have an office at that station. So I I had a bizarre... This was the last time I think I travelled by train or tried to where I, I, was, I wanted to buy a ticket from one station, but I was told that I needed to go to another station to buy the ticket or collect it before I could Ooh. get on the train at the station I wanted to leave from. Uh-huh. And as I pointed out to them, well, if I could do that, then I'd have a car and I wouldn't need to buy a, a ticket, would I? But that didn't seem to cut any eyes. So, but I think now it's improved and you can buy all this stuff online, but it's still quite complicated. And it's certainly, and this is one of the advantages of the Slovak system, it's certainly a lot more expensive in Britain. I mean, things generally are a bit more expensive in Britain, but the Slovak um railway service even for those of us the, the the minority of us who who pay for tickets and we'll get on for this uh, <laughs> later but um it, it's very reasonable so to go to Previdza was i think 8 or 9 uh-huh, euros yeah. and it's that's a 2 hour journey on a you know modern comfortable train so it's obviously being subsidized by somebody um probably you and I uh, and, and, and to a greater extent the uh, the wonderful uh, uh, taxpayers of the European Union but at least it's going on something and, and the services are generally reliable and they're quite frequent I mean you were saying that to go to Trnava um, there are regular trains you can, you can get to
0: most of Slovakia
1: um, in some comfort by train
0: well that's what you think but <laughs> probably some people in Slovakia would not agree with you let's talk about the services yeah. uh, on the train On
1: behalf of Sjaleznichna Smojnost, Slovensko, the national carrier, we would like to welcome new passengers aboard this Intercity Train 524 to Bratislava Hlavna Stanica. For further information on your train journey, connecting trains and services on board the train, please ask members of our
0: crew who will look after your comfort and safety during your journey so you said that you find them sort of comfortable and reliable
1: i mean the problem i I suppose on the main lines is overcrowding especially since the government a few years ago decided to in a kind of shameless electoral bung decided to (laughs) um, uh, give um, retired people and students free rail travel so Especially at weekends when students are sort of heading into or out of main cities, the trains can get a bit crowded. So it's it's worth buying a reservation, a ticket, a seat reservation on trains if, if, if you're travelling at sort of what would be peak times in Slovakia. But generally I'd say the quality of the trains on the main lines, that's to say the main line is the one going from Bratislava to Košice through Turnava and on the northern route is um, generally pretty good uh, when I've travelled on them.
0: Well, when you compare the the carriages driving from Bratislava to Košice using the northern route, yeah, yeah, I find it all right. I would, yeah. I would not oppose. But then if you want to travel from Bratislava to Košice using the southern route yeah. through Levice and Zwolle, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those old-school trains, no air conditioning, sometimes even train catches fire so
1: well you know sometimes in the winter you need a bit of extra heat <laughs> um uh well i don't think they catch fire that often to be honest but well, from time to time all right okay <laughs> but um yeah you're right on, on some of the routes the provincial routes and maybe that, that southern route you do get the unair conditioned trains the the ones with just the windows that open and also on that route i th- i don't think they have restaurant cars uh
0: yeah and how about um toilets because that's another issue. Sometimes okay. when you're on, on a train yeah. uh, and you need to wee, you can't because yeah. the toilet is closed. Oh, or closed. broken, oh, right. yeah. Well, I, like, I, yeah.
1: I, I haven't had that experience myself recently. Um, And normally on the big trains, you know, there's enough carriages you can... Kind of find something, <laughs> and you have enough
0: time yet to walk through all That's the right. carriages.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to go through all of them, but yeah, yeah. The smaller ones might be an issue, but I, I suppose I treat that like it, going on a bus. I mean, you wouldn't expect there to be a toilet on a regional bus either. So,
0: bus is much faster than a train, I would say.
1: But there's more. I mean, all right. So there's, there's pros and cons to both. But but um, on a train, you get to you know, stretch your legs a bit and walk around and. Um, on a bus, you're sort of yeah stuck in your seat. And
0: when it comes to the seating, do you prefer the like open carriage or the compartment one? Good question. Actually, I mean
1: the open plan system. It's obviously got a bit, it feels a bit more airy, but the compartment system. Um, it does encourage people to talk to each other a bit more. I find. I mean, this is very anecdotal. The evidence that I have for this, but people don't talk to each other much on public transport. I mean, that's true everywhere in the world. Oh. So so I, but I find that in those compartments, sometimes people do sort of open up a little bit,
0: which is nice because you, you know. You, and you, sometimes they do weird things.
1: I, I, I should say, I think it's nice. Probably they think it's <laughs> horrible. They're trying to think how do they shut up shut this foreigner up, but um, they but, do some weird things.
0: Yeah. Like what? Well, I, uh, once I traveled with some tourists from Japan oh, yeah. and they started to take their socks off, which is <laughs> found and <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, maybe they just decided to give the and socks a one, bit of an air. And then another funny thing is that in the summer when it's really hot and there's no air conditioning mm-hmm. uh, in this compartment carriage, some people start to eat meat, yeah. which really, to me, stinks so are whole you, compartment the, are, is filled with that smell of. Are you
1: offended by the by the smell or the fact that they don't offer you some of the salami? Because <laughs> sometimes that's what happens. they, 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 Just they the smell? They, Just they, the smell. They, they 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 you know they put out a bit of a platter and then they offer it around. I mean that, that I love that when that happens. That never. I happened. don't even like. It never happened planet. to me. No. There used to be a thing uh, where you'd get, especially on the regional lines. I haven't had this for a while, but I haven't travelled on those sort of lines very much recently. Where you'd get people who they'd been to the. Like to the summer house or the or the you know the vegetable plot, they'd done a full day's labour in the field. they had a couple of um, Slivovica on the way out, and oh. and they were you know they were there was quite a pronounced uh, fragrance if I can put it <laughs> that way in the in the compartment when it had been sealed and those guys you just got to it, it kind of it's, it's not a, a sort of smell that you, you smell very much in in you know in the modern world if you like no, <laughs> the, the hipster circles that you move in Peter you wouldn't get that that, <laughs> that odour but on a on a provincial Slovak train it kind of brings you earthy earthy flavour
0: yeah we can agree that trains that's the place where different and many smells yeah, yeah.
1: but that's alright you know that's all part of the rich tapestry <laughs> so think? well I mean for short journeys yeah eight hours you, you, you struggle a bit, but yeah
0: said of the late right train the international We can agree that probably the overcrowding, as as you said, that's the biggest issue. And that happens to me very often. Uh Not just when I travel to Svalon where I come from, but usually when I take trains, well, basically from Bratislava to Tanoa, that happens more often, that all the trains are crowded, especially in the afternoons. Like every train, no matter the hour, the afternoon hour, it's all the time crowded. So you can't sit, even if you sit, then someone comes and says, that's my seat, that's my reservation. Right. So, then so you but to... you,
1: do you never get a seat reservation? Do you never buy one? Well, what for if it, it takes 20 minutes to get one? Well, you're, you're complaining about how you never get a seat. I'm just saying, if you buy a seat reservation, you could have one, <laughs> couldn't you?
0: Why would I That pay? could be you
1: going, get out of my seat, that's my seat. I think,
0: I think the seat reservation should be included in the price already. Oh, you, and how much do you pay to get a ton of that? <laughs> what was it? 2 euros 18 cents. Well, if it you take a, if it take a fast train, that's two fifty-five.
1: Two fifty-five. Oh, right. So, and you think that should include a seat reservation? What and a cup of tea and a newspaper as well? Oh,
0: well, but let me tell you: if you are a student and you travel for free, yeah. then you get a ticket for free, obviously. And yeah. you, if you want, if you want to have a reservation, yeah. then you must pay just, I think, one euro. There you go. But if I pay two fifty-five, I, I think I'm obliged to have the reservation already. No, you do.
1: Right? What? Because what to to assert your you're your superior of, uh, superior of, the, of these, these skiving students who've picked up a free ticket. No, because i no, but, um, but these kids yeah, I pay more. So
0: you see these, but these kids aren't
1: stupid. They 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 think okay, so I got the free ticket. This is good, and now I can I can I can really lord it over these the the, the actual people who, who are paying for my ride by buying a reservation and kicking them out of their seat. This is magnificent. Mm. So and it's only a
0: euro. So uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can get over. To Nevada, but when I travel yeah. to Zvolen, I pay ten Euros, yeah. no reservation included. You no. must really pay extra money to yeah. get it. Yeah. And then a student comes, yeah. ticket for free, the reservation for one euro. Yeah. That's not justice, right? It's not, it's not
1: <laughs> <laughs> not... If you want if you want justice, you're gonna have to speak <laughs> to uh, uh, whoever the transport minister is. But um uh, yeah, no, I I can see that for you that might seem a little unfair, but um, uh, I would encourage you just to invest that extra ten <laughs> percent for the for the comfort, and um, maybe buy a Horalka and a, you know and a cup of tea just to, yeah. just, to uh, just to ease your journey as well.
0: Before I get on the train, probably because there's no restaurant car. No, there isn't. Yeah, you've got to no, you got to plan that in. I mean, there's plenty of little kiosks, <laughs> Bratislava State. You sure. know that you can
1: pick up that sort of stuff at a small premium. Obviously, it's not <laughs> it's not Tesco prices at the station. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, you need to plan ahead a bit, and if you don't know these things, then um, well, that's why you're listening to this wonderful podcast <laughs> to pick up tips. So, uh, so yeah, our advice is if you're traveling sort of longer distances, probably pick up a reservation because, and also buy tickets online. Okay, that's well, you, you you better tell people how that works because I'm I don't I, I'm I'm a stickler for the turn up and queue.
0: And oh, it's very easy. You just need to type Slorakrails.sk. I guess that's okay. the page, and you know. As an option to buy a ticket, It's yeah. also in an English, so it's very easy, and you do not have to register. Yeah. And, and no how do you
1: get the ticket? Credit. Do you get it as a sort of on your phone, or do you have to print something out? Sometimes they have these weird rules. Where you have QR to code. Off. That's yeah, what okay. they were so it's you, just you do not have screen. to print it off. No. Okay. Eco friendly. And, and and tell me, do they have Wi Fi on these trains? Because again, I'm I'm a Lodi are you serious? What? What do you mean? Am I serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. I, thought they were, I thought they were advertising that as a thing on on trains here. Well, advertising—that's
0: one thing—and ah. the reality is a oh, okay. one. Right. So, so yeah, on um, some trains you have the Wi-Fi that even works, uh, but then on some trains, even fast trains, you have the Wi-Fi, but most of the time it doesn't. Probably the in the, the lights, first class, the lights are on, but no one's <laughs> in yeah. the first class. You might have Wi-Fi bar in the second class. That would be a bit. That's way, a bit off. Not. What
1: they turn it on for the first class, but not for <laughs> not for the plebs in the in coach.
0: Right? But maybe it's not a default. It's not in trains, but probably. You know the reception is not good in all parts of the of the country. Because well, when I travel to Zvorn, yeah. there are some regions where you know I can't even access it on my phone.
1: There's no data even. Com- wow. do, and, and do you can wow. And do you get a feeling of you know kind of emptiness inside when that happens? No, no. I, I always winter? have
0: a book to read. Oh no,
1: okay, good, excellent. That's what I, that's what I engage. And yeah. still, there are some people I can go, talk to, to in the compartment. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or, or share sausages with. <laughs> Um, but um, uh, no, well, I don't want to get into the technology because I don't know. I don't know how it works. But I, but we can agree that they
0: must and they should work on it. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, make it better.
1: All right. Well, I mean,
0: you can say that.
1: I, th- I have to say I don't miss it. But yeah, as you, you have wish. a book as well, right? What? You I have do always. Yeah, no, go analog. That's my advice. <laughs> There's actually quite a good news agent at that the station, so you can buy. Uh, magazines even in English and, and newspapers
0: at Oh uh, really so yeah.
1: And something else we should probably mention is that um there are some very attractive routes as well that you can take if you if you want to
0: that's a good topic to end up this podcast yeah. with. Yeah so what's your favourite one or do you have any?
1: Well, the cl- the classic uh, route, obviously, is the is the what we took what we talked about earlier, the northern route from Bratislava to Kosice, or, mm. or the other way, Kosice back to Bratislava, um, which on the route that goes through Poprad and Žilina, and on that route, on a clear day, you get a view of the entire High Tatras mountain range, um, which is really stunning, um, uh, and, and because the mountain range is relatively compact, you can see most of the most of the mountains in one go. So that's uh, that, that's well worth a look, and it also follows the the Váh River uh near Zilina and Trenchin and that that sort of um, that bit of the route is also very very nice um but I was also going to mention a route you'd have to try quite hard to, to to find this um i I took it by accident but um uh, it was on a on a train coming back from Košice to Bratislava and most of the those trains either go on that route through Zilina occasionally they take that southern route, the one that you mentioned. Mm-hmm through Luchinets and so on yeah. down there. But there's another route sort of down the middle, and they they don't take that very often. I don't think you can get a through train to Bratislava anymore. This was a few years ago. But you can go, I think, from um, either from Kosice or from Margatsani, which is a town sort of a bit west of Kosice, to Banska Bystrica, And that middle route isn't electrified, so it's a, it's on a sort of diesel locomotive the whole way. But it goes through um, Slovensky Rai, Dobšina, all of these little towns in the Huron Valley, I think, mm-hmm. um, and that really—that's really pretty. Um, it's extremely slow. You're going to need some time. <laughs> I got on the train in Košice and arrived in Bratislava about three weeks later. And it doesn't have a restaurant car on it either. Um, but if you if you want to see some of central Slovak, uh, some of the central Slovak sli- scenery, um, that's a that's a really in the
0: summer, especially this time of year, it's a really nice route. And I would recommend also the one that goes from Žilina to Banska Vizrica and it passes through Vrutky and the village of Horna Stubna and probably you will not see that much of a scenery but 14 tunnels is where you can experience that so just flashes of of scenery as you you dive between tunnels yeah yeah. a lot of dark moments (laughs) in the tunnel (laughs) okay (laughs) alright James thank you very much for coming on the podcast this week my pleasure safe travels well, rail travel in Slovakia is a deep well of numerous experiences. I'm sure you have some bad and good ones as well. We touched on some. Hopefully, we did not discourage you from using train services operated by the national railcarriage in rails. That was not our goal. Besides, it's always better to try things rather than to hear about them. So get on a Slovak train and make your own judgment. Thank you, James, for giving us your views and sharing your experience. And thank you, dear listeners, for listening to the podcast. You can find Spectacular Slovakia if you visit spectator.sk and you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts or some other streaming services as well. And before I say goodbye, I'll mention the Spectacular Slovakia Travel Guides, which you can purchase at shop.spectator.sk. It's a good thing if you want to discuss Slovakia and its regions, so check them out for sure. And take care, lovely people. I'll be back soon.